Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Guys, we're back. Um, as you know that because you're listening to the episode. But uh, every so often, I come across, because I'm in the comedy world, I come across somebody that I'm like, that person is going to be the next thing and it's not just like uh you know the next thing at the local mall i really do <laughs> feel like uh our guest today is if you could see her live please make every effort to go out and see it she is a firecracker so smart so put together i just really love her and uh got an awesome opportunity to have her on the show yeah. so today we have monterey martinez She's so fantastic. And we kind of stalked her at a party up in LA. Yeah, and we, we saw her said, from like, across the you room. You have to be on our show. Yeah, I was like, you, hey, I know you. And we she's like, you. I, don't, you, I don't know you. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter. Do you want to be on my podcast? And she said, no. And I Which was like, the okay, LA cool. way of saying, like, let's be friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I have a podcast. And then she's here. She's down there in <gasps> the sleeping here. bag. Oh my gosh, there she yeah. is. Did you hear that knocking? It's on the sleeping bag. Oh, that was an awful knock. Come in. <laughs> You're creepy. Let's get in here this week with Monterey Martinez. We got to do a little test. And the one thing about these mics, you kind of have to eat them a little bit. So just imagine it's your dad's dick. Let's do this. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Well, stepdad. I feel like all my boyfriends always leave me for Scorpios. Really? Is that real? (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been happening. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, mm-hmm. I feel like because I'm not mysterious at all, they want like a mysterious girl. And right. I feel like. I feel like, uh, yeah, I think a lot of when people like say that about Scorpio, it's like, oh, you guys are mysterious. I'm like, it's just depression. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's just, we're like, eh, I can't get out of bed. Like, it's not me not calling back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find yourself getting very attached to like one friendship at a time or not so much? Uh, like with like friends or with guys? Friends. Like I've had Scorpio.
Rio friends that I right. feel like sometimes they'll like, I can't they're breathe. And then all of a sudden, like a dime, they're gone. Right. I'm a type of person, like people always, people always make fun of me because like when I talk to people, I have to know everything. I'm like, okay, were your parents married? Did you have a driveway? <laughs> like, what did you guys do for fun? Like, did you go on vacations? Like, did you go to college? Who paid for it? Oh like, my were gosh. Your parents like, I have to like know everything. And then I'm like, okay, I assessed you. And people are like, what? Wow. And then they try to ask me a question. I'm Here like, are the no, results. No, no. Well, I can yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah. yes, I'm it was not a very long you. driveway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Disneyland. We would barbecue every Friday at 5 p.m. So you, wow. had a, you had a good family. Yeah. 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 No, Not yeah, Bo, I, though. No, just kidding. No, Bo has a really good family. Okay. All right. So <laughs> what's the segue to that, Meryl? There is no segue. Exactly. We're just crazy. We just met you at a rager, or I met you in real life for the oh, first yeah, time yeah, at yeah. a super cool rager. Our friend mm-hmm. Gabby Lamb had a fun party, yeah. which Bo took a four-hour train ride to get to. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I was up in L.A. the night before. Uh, uh, then I got we had a live podcast with Audrey Stewart. Oh, cool. And then yeah, she's like, she's you great. guys, Gabby told me you've got to come to the birthday party. And I was like, I'm driving back tonight. So I went home, and I was like, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is how I actually felt. Yeah. I was like, there's going to probably be a lot of comics there. It's a good opportunity for me to meet more people. Right. And it's probably a lot of like elbow rubbing and stuff. And then we got there like, this is a fucking college party. <laughs> it was so much fun. Though. It was so yeah. many people. I know. I was like, I haven't seen. And I was just like, how did like, I, I'm like, dude, how do you have that many friends? Like, I, know. I went to talk to her. I was like, why do you have so many friends? Yeah. <laughs> she's very lovable. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. almost felt drugs. it's so funny because I feel it drugs. It's drugs. Yeah. Drugs and cool people but like I almost feel it's so much insecure in a way where there was a, a moment of doubt when we got invited mm-hmm. where I was like is she inviting Bo and I to like laugh at us or, you know like no. <laughs> and so because I told my boyfriend where does this come from all of a sudden where I'm like right. I feel like Gabby likes us and we were friends but a part of me almost I honestly had this weird moment of like you know when you invite someone to a party to almost like show your other friends like and then they're here and oh then, my god no then, I've never experienced oh, that I'm that like, sounds who, awful yeah who I've done that, that before <gasps> yeah this guy oh, Jason no. I would just invite to parties so that it was almost like the joke was on him. And oh, then, no. I know. And then now my karma is thinking that yeah. I, it gets done for. It's going <laughs> to happen to you probably. Naughty, naughty girl. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. and, and there was a moment in the party where I look across the room and I had just seen you at right. ACC mm-hmm. here in town. Uh, and you did a great set. Uh, you, you opened for Tim Dillon. Yeah. Which is amazing. And we'll talk Super about that in a second. But I look across the room I'm like. I know that person. Which is kind of a weird thing to have. Right. right and right. I just walked up to you and, I, and you probably get this line like. Huh, what's your name? You know, yeah. and that's what I said. And you're like, I'm Monterey. I'm Monterey. Yeah. And I was like, I know you. You don't know me, but I know you. And yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. No, people I in LA I always get like, Are you that girl from Westworld? And I'm like, No. There's like that. Oh hooker yeah. That hooker. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. You do look like a yeah, hooker. Yeah, people always like I'll see people like, giving me like a look and I'm like, I'm not the hooker from Westworld. <laughs> I'm the like, hooker uh, from Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the hooker with real money, bitch. <laughs> you like, do what? kinda look like her, I guess. Yeah, people I don't I mean I can totally see it's it. It's just the eyes. It's right. The eyes. She yeah, and I was like, She's Armenian, don't disrespect me. You had to look uh-huh. her up to find that out though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to look at yeah. it no i've known about her for 10 years because she did a uh this bitch has been haunting me she did a uh at&t commercial a long time ago oh. like literally 2006 and anytime she gets a little something people are like are you the girl from the 18 are you the girl oh from the geico gosh. commercial are you the and i'm like oh, i know who the fuck you're talking so i've been knowing about her you're gonna see her one day in a coffee shop yeah. and be like slow motion like yeah. you bitch i'm gonna wrestle her <laughs> so so yeah. i wanted to ask you about tim dylan yeah. how did you get that gig because i mean tim dylan's a huge act right 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 so i had never met him before and I had already like followed him on Instagram and all that stuff and I was already like a big fan I saw his Comedy Central half hour it's like Netflix 15 and I was like dude I love this guy uh and then I went to ACC for the mic and just like 
did my set and then Justin was like, dude, he's like, I think you're awesome. Like, you know, he's like, I'd love to get you a spot featuring. And he's like, go on the calendar and pick out who you want. <laughs> and I was like going through and I was like, Ugh, this person's audience would not like me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this yeah. person's audience would be like, no. Like, so I, and then I saw Tim Dillon. I was like, bing, 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 bing. And I was like, awesome. dude, that's perfect. And then. I can tell when he first, you know, like he goes to all these clubs and stuff all the time. So it's like he just meets the local comics and he's like, I don't know who these people are. So right. he, sure. he wasn't really like talkative or anything. And I was like, not going to, you know, be like, sure. hey, me, me, me. Yeah. And then like after I did my set, he was like, dude, he's like, that was great. He was like, I'm so happy they paired us up. He's wow. like, you're like, yeah, he's like, you're exactly like what I like would want the person. To Absolutely. Like. You were. And being in that room not knowing you right. and really never seeing him right, right, right. Uh, live. I, I was like, I wonder what this is going to be like. And it was just the people I w- brought with mm-hmm. me were losing it. Oh, they man. were losing it for you guys. Did you guys come to the Thursday or the Friday? Friday. Oh, the Friday. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You guys killed it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was it was honestly super, super fun. And he was just like, he's just someone that I love in stand up. I love people who are like he's a stand up. He's not someone mm-hmm. who like does it because they're good at writing jokes or he's not right. like, okay, I see how like it's math, this and this. And yeah. That. It's like, he's a natural stand up. Huh. Like that's like his calling yeah. in life. That's like, so cool. And there right. is such a difference. I mean, like sure. so many people can be successful at it, but still have different levels of it. But totally. when it's someone's a true stand up, that's just so, right. it's so different. It's just like when they talk, when they just anything, you're yep. like, that's a comedian. It's like, there's so many comics I see outside in public mm. and I'm like, nobody would ever know you're a comic. Yeah. Like people would be like, wait, you do stand up you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and it's like they just know how to like be a technician and like do the math right. but it's like you're mediocre and it, it's funny tim did a really good job of um w- his crowd work was unbelievable oh, yeah mm-hmm. like he's so good at being in the middle of a joke popping out for crowd work coming right. back and making it work and you're just like oh fuck i just got had yeah you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, when yeah, you yeah, really, really? have gone on a, a ride and you didn't realize you were going there you're yeah. like oh that guy distracted him but nope it's part of the yeah. joke and it's like holy shit and right. when, awesome. when you say originally that the other artists that you were looking at you wouldn't be a fit like what does that mean or kind um, of what do you what do you see in those people that you're like no thanks in your comedy right i think a lot of people like in the beginning when you first start doing stand-up you like have this like idea that you're like oh like if you're funny you're funny it doesn't matter but it's just like no i'm not. like i opened for drew lynch one time at like south point casino and there was like a rodeo going on at the same time <laughs> <laughs> and all those people came to the show oh. and i'm doing abortion jokes <laughs> and i literally look out in the audience and i see this woman like blessing me she's like do, she's not joking she's oh. very sick and she's going like this and she's like bless your heart oh and i'm like oh my god and some people came up to, up to me after like i hope you ask for forgiveness like you're gonna be okay <laughs> i'm like all right so other people that have like grocery store jokes would be like that person's relatable but instead you're right. doing like that kind of joke right. yeah and then like it makes you want to be like oh like i can i can do that like i'll do airport jokes i'll do like my bra doesn't fit like whatever uh, yeah. joke and yeah. then i'm just like no like that's not my truth yeah. that's not me being authentic like i'm gonna joke about what comes natural to me because that's going to be when I'm funniest. If I'm like forcing like, uh, you know, when you sit on a couch, like <laughs> if I do that kind of joke, it's just like, I'm not going to get the best results. Right. That's not. That brings to me, me to a question and it's a hard question. I apologize mm-hmm. beforehand in your set. Mm-hmm. You know, you are what seems to be yourself, but mm-hmm. some of that work that comes out, like, for example, mm-hmm. you did a whole bit about being molested. Yeah. And, I would say in most situations, people won't find a lot of humor in that thing. For sure. Somehow you take me to a dark place and I'm like, I love this. And that's beautiful. So, so is that uh, a reality in your world? Have you 
dealt with that or is this oh, just a sure. joke? No, 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 for sure. Like I think uh I think the reason why I am a comic is because like I had like a super like traumatic childhood and I just always like just made jokes about it. Uh-huh. Like, God, I'm getting molested in a handstand. Like, can I, you know what I mean? <laughs> <For> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Wait. Okay. So can you like, yeah, so, yeah tell us the story. Meryl's like, like, I'm so excited. I'm also yeah. really happy that we're drinking like vodka right now. <laughs> I switched from a latte to a vodka. Yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, my step, I, I used to practice. Like I was like upset. I thought I was going to go to the Olympics and I was like, you didn't start gymnastics in your 12. <laughs> like your shot's over. It's like you have a period. You're yeah, already yeah, disqualified. Yeah. yeah. Five foot seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, Uh but uh so i would just i'd be in my leotards all the time just like bopping around and my stepdad used to pretend to like spot me but then i would just be in a handstand and then he'd just be like hump i'm like can you not hump me while i'm upside down like one or the other like wait until i'm the blood yeah so it's like i would just always like make jokes about it like even as it was like happening because it's like what else am i gonna do you know what i mean right right and then like as i start doing stand-up like at first you know you do stand-up and you like whatever your jokes are all garbage when you first start and then you're like no like i'm gonna do what i think is funny or right. what's like you know and i feel like a lot of people like when i first started like doing the molestation people are like Ugh, that's too dark or like that's uncomfortable yeah but i'm like i know when i talk about it like i know if you don't hear a trigger word and then it's like i was like i know i can coax it to where you guys can hear the jokes and not hear the molestation and like right. that i feel like i've gotten it to that point where i'm like you're hearing the jokes when we mm-hmm. like with the money and this, that's true. He used to leave money underneath my pillow. And it's like, that's true. You so know what I mean? Crazy. But I'm like, how can I make that? Like I'm leading, like I'm giving you information through jokes, not giving you information through like the truth. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I think there's also a form of respect of letting someone right. do their own thing and not being selfish by being so offended on our own. Right. And the things it's like, drop your own like right. offensive you know offendedness totally. and then like let the person do what they're gonna do right i also feel like it is a form of like shutting down someone else's self-expression by like you know just being offended on right. your own end of things because it's like if, if you're okay talking about it, it's not like a right party. that's it's what i was gonna say it's like yeah. it's one thing to be like who doesn't want to fuck a baby you're actually right. uh, assuming you're, that your you're gonna story. hurt somebody yeah. right, right, but right you're saying like I got fucked. And if I'm okay with it, right. you guys need to fucking right. settle and there's down. There's a way to like sit. Cause it's like, there's some specials that you watch and you're like, okay, it's a little too preachy when people are like, you know, when women were abused and like we get, oh, t- yeah. and you're like, Oh, you're lecturing it too much. Yeah. But if I'm doing it, like I always do it. It's like, I won't give you any information unless it comes through a joke. I'll give you the correct, the truth, yeah. but it's still, I'm letting the joke be the priority, not the truth be the priority. So with most artistic work, there's this part where you're practicing and you're drawing essentially in your sketchbook. Right. right? And then you're putting it out there and it's not perfect right away. So doing a joke like that, that has to be tough because you probably... I mean, I'm just assuming that yeah. you said it a couple times and it didn't hit right. Or there's a like, lot of anger at first. Right, you right. Have to almost yeah. past the anger Before the you've sculpted it, chiseled mm-hmm. it down to that fine-tuned uh, sculpture, like, is there this time where you have a crazy backlash of people going like, how dare oh, you? Oh, for sure. I had tons of comics being like, dude, like, because the joke was originally about rape because that's, that's what really happened mm-hmm. and I was like I can't say rape because it's too triggering for people sure. I'm like oh you know when you're getting raped people are like <gasps> yeah, people like yeah. hold their breath and so I like the idea of you going you know when you're getting raped, raped? and yeah. you like, can't find your underwear and you're like I gotta get out of here <laughs> and only someone from like Law and Order like raises their hand yeah, and you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm that, like, like Ice Cube yeah. or something yeah that's a, that's a, that's a lawsuit uh, but yeah so I was like I, I had to listen to it I was like okay molestation is funnier than rape you know what I mean right. you have to like hear it's the same thing yeah. if a guy's like oh I got a big dick 
like everybody's like fuck you yeah. but you got to like you you have to like hear what people respond to is like people aren't going to respond to that so i was like all right it's making people uncomfortable even though you telling me about your dad having cancer is annoying to me too you know what right. I mean? yes. So it's yeah. like yes. you got to find like okay people are comfortable with molestation it's a little bit easier on the ear and then like as long as like I'm not coming like hateful or sad about it, then they're like, okay, if I'm just like being like, oh, this is hilarious. Like I bought myself a backpack. You know what I mean? Like it's almost a are, detached, like an observational totally. view rather than like right. still in it. Exactly. Yeah. Cause if I'm like men are bad and like, this is what they do. Like people are like, yikes. Right. It's a right. Little too then they have to get either on one side or the other. And right. that puts people in a, a weird place. Right. 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 Yeah. So uh, like, may I ask, is your yeah. step, is he still alive? Is oh he still? yeah. 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 So he I was like, well, it was like, I was like, well, to tell you everything so i got raped when i was a kid by like my like grandma's like friend my grandma's friend's uh grandson so that was like when i was a kid and then my stepdad molested me when i i know it's like wow hot kid uh you're a beautiful woman now pictures of you as a kid i mean this might be good i think actually that's so funny because when i was doing the research i was looking at your instagram and you did post a picture of yourself younger and someone commented like you've always been beautiful since you were a kid and you're probably like go fuck yourself like you don't know what this so your your grandma's friend's grandson and was this at like some covert you know no he was like babysitting us really yeah yeah he was babysitting us and then you know he was obviously creepier or whatever and then when i was and then when i was older my mom you know uh she dated a guy and then he was just i was like i don't know you liked me better than her uh, <laughs> and, it, and it was a live-in stepfather uh, no he didn't he he didn't live with us he was uh from yemen and like he technically was still married over there so like my mom was just like his secret white girlfriend and then like when the wife came back he just like disappeared wow yeah and how wow. much like seething anger do you have towards him in the um present moment? you know what honestly i feel like I know people I'm like I don't know just like none like I feel like I just it's just something where I just like accepted it and like moved on and I'm like there's a lot of people you know some people get stats some people are in wheelchair it's like there's all stuff and I'm like either I can be justified or I can be healed and I'm the type person I'm like I choose to be healed wow you've done the work that's amazing honestly do you feel like comedy has helped that because you get to talk about it so much and and process it in new ways for sure like I feel like I'm so like thankful like just when people when I tell people that I'm like I'm glad I got it sounds crazy but it's like I'm glad I grew up poor I'm glad my parents Mm -hmm. are great I'm glad my dad did like I'm because I'm like I know my personality and I know everything came from that and like I do feel like I was like you know like I was meant to write and storytell and do comedy yeah, so i'm like, like if i didn't have that thank like, you god for yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. for making that stuff happen because it like so these are little boring. like weird blessings right. i agree in a weird way all that kind of tragedy stuff and whoever we want to see it is like a creative gift for you know? sure yeah. for sure yeah. for yeah. sure i mean uh, we've talked about our childhood before and what that has done and i got picked on a bunch and right. because of that i people have asked me like would you go back and change i was like absolutely not right i don't want to experience it again Again, for sure but i'm glad it happened because it put me in a place where i could not be like that to other people right and honestly uh have to be smarter faster funnier than everyone else in the room and that is a great gift that i feel like someone gave me now of course i'm not saying like what a gift you've been given thank goodness you were right yeah thank goodness (laughs) but i'm just saying the the bad things that happen to us do really create and and honestly being in that room watching you do stand up I was like, there is a moment where the air gets taken out right. when you first mention it. And I was just like, where's she going? I, I get really excited do? about like yeah, awkward yeah, yeah. moments. Uh-huh. And so I was like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, and then it's <laughs> like, you release this moment where people are like, they have to decide, right. Are they going to be with you or not? And the people that were with you, 
which was most of them. Right. There's always some fucking weird fucks. For sure. Fucks. For sure. Th- that you, front yeah. row yeah. on that show, there was a front row of like people who they essentially were wearing the American flag on right, every right. part of their body. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, they God. just come from Barona because, yeah. you know, yeah. he's like, I'm, this girl again. He's yeah. like, I'm in yeah. the, I'm in the, he said, I'm in the Air Force. I'm a flight <gasps> traffic controller. I was like, get he, this fucking guy out of here. And he goes, what, on 9 11? Yeah. yeah. Tim yeah, Dillon said so that. Funny. Oh, my God. He was, yeah, he yeah. was kind of like heckling the whole time, being yes. a dickhead. And he goes, he goes, what do you do? And he's like, I'm an air traffic controller. He's like, what on 9 11? Yeah. And, oh, and then the whole dear. room was just erupted. Like, yeah. yeah. And then everybody's like, <gasps> and then he was like, shut up. You're in San Diego. That doesn't affect you. He's like, you yeah, eat fucking fish tacos, you soft fucks. And I was like, oh, oh I my love God. It. Yeah, I was Tim Dillon is amazing. So, so yeah, awesome. like, speaking of soft fucks, I want to talk about doing <laughs> comedy on the, the East Coast versus right. the West Coast. Because are you originally from New York, from Buffalo? Yep. I'm cool. from Buffalo, New York. That's yeah. Awesome. So I started in LA, though. And then 2017, I went to New York. So I was like, I went through a breakup and I was like, oh, I should just move and go somewhere where I don't have any friends or right. connections and start right. over. I was like, it's better than cutting your feel, hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have to do something dramatic, whether yeah. it's our hair or moving. Like, cut my hair, dye it blonde, call myself Samantha. And Newbie. Just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, I went to New York and it was weird because I was like, oh, New York's going to be so much more grimier and yeah. so much more like, eh. and I'm like, no, I, I mean, I'm sure there's some New York comics listening right now. They're like, well, fuck you. No, it's not. There's not one that's better than the other. I think based on your priorities as a comic one is better than the other like so, so what would the different priorities be for each place like, like if you're if you're in LA and you definitely want to like write and do television and do commercials you got to be in LA but if you're in New York and you're like I just want to get up as much as possible and I want more club time or uh-huh. more like yeah. opportunity to do clubs then it's definitely New York I get that so LA is almost like just for the exposure in general to the right. industry and, and LA or New York and is more like sit you, at this table yeah. of like right. the real comics. And but the, yeah, New York. Cause like I meet, I, you know, met a bunch of comics in New York and like when they come out here, then they'll, they'll be like, New York is so much better. I'm like, shut up. There's talented people here. There's talented yeah, people there. It's yep. like, we all end up meeting together exactly. at some point. Yeah. Like, I always hate those people. I was like, you know, it's better. It's better over here. It's like right. the, this or that. And we all kind of do it, especially with food. Right. It's like, we always go, Oh no, the pizza's shit here. It's so it's mm. better in Chicago. Chicago. Right. It's better in New York. It's and everyone's like, like talking yeah. about the You're like, I like a fucking crust, though. I yeah. don't like yeah. thin crust bullshit, so I don't like New York pizza. Yeah. I want it fucking doughy, so it's Chicago. And like, I'm like, I'll, I'd rather stay in LA traffic in my air conditioning than like touch a subway pole. And right. so, so, but, but some people find that like, you know, inspiring or whatever. For so sure. It's definitely I will say like, I always say New York is a better city. Hands down, mm-hmm. it's right. a better city. Yeah. LA is a better place. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. whatever you want. And most people who are like, I hate, like anytime I talk to like either like a New York comic or just people who were lived in LA and now live in New York and they're like, I fucking hate LA. I fucking hate LA. I'm like, it's because you're insecure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because yeah. you, you're insecure and you saw a bunch of beautiful people and you're like, I can't hang. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, that's why you hate it so much. Everyone's so. like, it's fake. I'm like, yeah, I love it. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. I, love that I was actually like, surprised at the party we were at. I thought I was going to walk in and everyone's going to be attractive and skinny. <laughs> and then that's I, the most yeah, your friends are ugly. No, <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah. But I walked yeah, Bo, in. Bo whispered I, in my ear, like, people are frumpy here. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, Bo. They like, said they have dad bods. You said, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, it almost bod. feels like everyone has a dad bod. I just didn't expect that That's for a bunch of 20 year olds. Hilarious. I was like, yeah. when I was in my 20s, I mean, I don't know. It was yeah. different. I feel like everybody was like on drugs, and I feel like yeah. people like have bad posture when yeah. they're on drugs. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's a lot of like, yeah. uh, what's it called? Like, scler- not sclerosis, but yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were beautiful. So then what made you do the jump back from New York to LA? I did the jump back from New York to LA like after winter <laughs> I was just like because <laughs> like, oh yeah like, oh, snow, like, snow. and uh, god bless like comics in New York like I will give it to them it's like 
they are technically they're working harder because to in order to like because you you're in Manhattan and then you got to go to Queens and then you got to go to Brooklyn and then you got to go deep Brooklyn and you got to go long it's like you're doing you're way more commuting and people are like oh you just jump on the train it's like it's still a pain in the ass yeah Yeah, it is and also it's like it's fucking cold so cold so cold and so I was just like after living in LA for like 11 years and then going to New York, I was just like, just kidding. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like in LA you you have a car. So it's like a car is nice. Cause it's like, say like if I'm going somewhere and I'm like, I realize it's a bad neighborhood. I'm like, eh, maybe I'm just going to skip this place. But in New York, when I get off the platform, I'm like, Oh, I'm okay. Like, am I going to keep walking and yeah. it's yeah. better? Or am I just like leave? in yeah. more danger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if yeah. the show ends at like midnight, then you're like, great. And now I'm on a subway by myself at totally. like 1am. Oh my God. Yeah. So that, that part. And then it was just kind of like you, I think going transitioning from New York or LA, it's like, you should go when you have like something like, you know, what's that? like you have momentum you know yeah. what I mean because like yeah. if you don't know anybody over and you're like hey how do, it's like you're just starting ground zero I could all imagine over that. again yeah wow and I wanted to ask about like your writing process in general mm-hmm. do you try to write a little bit every day or like just when inspiration hits you um I you know I know the right answer but like I'll be honest like no I don't write every day uh I probably I think a lot of people there's times where I'm like ah, I could work harder you know yeah. what I mean like oh, yeah. I think sometimes like if you're a good comic or like if being funny is kind of like more natural you kind of like lean on that because I know some people who I'm like they just write right 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 and I'm like that's a really great work ethic I'm like but you don't have talent (laughs) (laughs) no honestly honestly truly like charm and like just in the moment funniness can get you a lot it gets away with a lot for sure but I'm like there's times I'm like okay because it's like you want to be the person it's like you have talent it's like work harder so there's times where it's like I'm a type person where it's like if I have things I want to talk about I'll like I'll put it in a notebook, but I don't like write it out like verbatim. I'll just be like, talk about toxic relationship, talk about being a wingman, talk about whatever. <laughs> and then I and I, I like know like the beats and then I go up there and then I'll do it. And then if I can't make it work, then I'll kind of like write it out. Wow, like, that's like how, a brave way to do it. I think that's super cool to right. like, not have it. Right. And I out. and I'm bad about recording my sets, too, because I hate the sound of my voice. Uh, so I never, I don't know. Everybody's like, record your sets. I'm like, whatever. I've been doing fine really? without doing it. I think it. you have a great voice. Oh, thank you. I like I'm like, voice. I, ugh, I'm just like, so I feel like I never like, <laughs> like listening to my sets back. And that's like, you should, everybody, you should be doing that. But you have I like know. a believable voice. Like if you were to rattle off like scientific facts, I'd be like, I trust you. She I believe you. She does some stuff. She knows some <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a, like two plus two is four. Like, yeah, yeah no, it's like, like, I believe yeah, you. Yeah. It's like my dad. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Or that other, uh, I was just going to say, I have a, I have a bug bite. Yuck. Bug bites. Uh, when I can't tell, oh, this one is very relatable. If, yeah. uh, dads and daughters are like, uh, if it's a, dad, an older daughter, hooker. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Where if it's like a sugar baby and a sugar right, daddy, right, right. or if it's a, a uh, dad a and a young kid. Yeah. I just said I was in, I just went to, to London and when we were there, I saw a dad that was like, Oh, that's so sweet. A dad and a daughter, like by the Eiffel Tower. And then, like, I noticed that his hand kept on getting, like, more and more towards the press. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I'm annoyed because I don't know what is going on with the situation. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Am I calling the cops? (laughs) Like, is dad, you know, going (laughs) Like, is this woman going to be on my podcast in 20 years talking about it? (laughs) And then one I have, I was just going to say, it's like when it's that baby voice. Mm. Do you know when people Uh, do the baby voice? Yeah. And like, when they, for some reason, they want something from you and they're like, I don't know. Can you give it to me? Yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. Or when a girl tries to bat her eyes and get something from me. I'm right. like, fuck you. Right. Fuck you. Is there anything that you can think of and you don't. I mean, oh my God. I mean, like, I have a million. <laughs> um, I love it. There's so many. Uh, people who 
people who chew gum on stage, I'm like, what the fuck oh, are you doing? Yeah. Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> people who chew with their mouths open in general. Yeah. I'm like, you need to have some self-awareness that if like you're chewing like a slob, put on the TV or put on something. Yeah. I, I hate oh. mouth noises. I feel um, like chewing on gum or chewing on chewing gum on stage almost seems a little bit like a disrespect move to me. It's like a weird like, yeah. like I'm so calm to be here that I'm just it's doing just something gross. like I'm like, you're in a microphone. Yeah. Everybody can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> like and I don't usually it's always newer comics and I'm like how do you not know that like come on that's common sense to me uh I also hate uh I hate when people say like good set when they know like when Ooh. when pe- I'm just be like I always say like did you have fun or I say like <laughs> that's so, yeah, what, I say. what do you say to someone that if you know this that didn't go well I never say good set I used to like when I first started stand up because I was just like oh it's, it's like you know like when uh football teams like after they're like good, good game, game good game, game. they're yeah. like I fucking lost it wasn't good game shut up but I'm like, but I'm like, I guess it's like, but I'm like, no, don't do that because like, you're not helping them. It's not like I get mad because I'm like, they, they did bad. I'm like, no, like, cause sometimes people are like on the fence. Like, was that good? Or like, good? I'm like, no, they need to know. Right. Because yep. then they got to be like, cause a lot of people in comedy are just like delusional. They're like, oh, like I'm doing fine. They're like, I can get work. And I'm like, yeah, but like do better. Like, yeah. Right, do right, right. Better. So then like, does a good set always constitute the audience's reaction or like, can you do a good set and still have a bad audience reaction, but be like, I did well. Right. I think, uh, uh, cause to me, like I've seen comics who like, I don't think that they're maybe like a natural talent, but like they, the audience is like laughing at them because I've seen right. comics who like I would think or other people would think they're like they're not good, but they can do well. But you I think a good comic you can tell and you should be able to tell, too, if there's a good comic on stage, but the audience doesn't like them. You should still be able to tell that that's good material. Yeah. That's yeah. strong. Yeah. And that's original or that. So it's like you can't always listen to an audience because sometimes an audience is drunk. and just wants to have fun. And like, I've seen people who are like two months in at stand up and they're like, um, I, uh, <laughs> I'm scared of bugs. And everybody's like, bugs! really? Like, yeah. How like, crazy does that feel? Almost to like get away with that. Almost right. to be like, like please, please do that set for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of bugs. Yeah. I just love that idea. But it's like, I've seen people like, like crush, like with just stupid ass huh. shit. And the audience is just like, in it. somebody just, left that did yeah. really good and i'm like okay like i'm happy that you're having a time with your <laughs> bullshit ass set <laughs> and your bugs but, yeah <laughs> but i'm like that doesn't mean you're good and they they get off on that they're like oh i do great and then you see them you know go somewhere else and they don't understand they're like how am i bombing they're like these people were laughing i'm like because you got lucky yeah. <laughs> yeah you get lucky sometimes yeah. and what what uh kind of crowds tend to be or like i guess places that you perform tend to be like the most the hardest or the most kind of like um, uh, just, I'd say it's like when it's specific crowds like I did a crowd one time and it was a like this Jewish woman's bingo club. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay. I was like, I'm not Jewish. So they already are like tis tisk. Uh, I was like, so I mean like, yeah, you're like, and then it's like, they're older women. So they're yeah. already going to be like uptight about, and I'm like, okay, let me, I was like, don't say abortion. Don't say molestation. And I like, I have to like tell myself, I'm like, okay, just do stuff that, you know? So it's like, I think the more specific the crowd is, it's like a nursing home. It's like that you're really narrowing the field yeah. down of like, who, like how open-minded they're going to be. So oh, the more specific so cool. the crowd, the 
the more unique the experience. Unless it's like at the abortion clinic or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, These like, are my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I want to. I want to see the poster for that live at the abortion clinic <laughs> yeah, yeah, comedy. Yeah. They really should because it's like you're not. You're not allowed to have like your phone and you're like in a. It's like eight hours. You like go in one room. You go in one room. Like nobody's looking at each other. I don't remember if there was magazines, but like I feel like there was. Oh, wait, at the abortion <laughs> clinic. Yeah, at the abortion clinic. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. I was just picturing a showcase where like all the shows are just like a minute long or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, right yeah. in the middle of your set. You're ripped out yeah 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 no the and it's so funny i just remember like, yeah. he's like what i just remember there were people like picketing um outside oh, seriously yeah, yeah and i was uh, just like i don't care and i was yeah. like, I was you like don't, you're not gonna be here if i keep it right so right, fuck right. you and i'm like oh the sign i changed my mind <laughs> like your little arts and crafts really affected me <laughs> um but uh yeah, no, it was funny because it's like the, the people, like all the doctors, like every time you go in each room, say like, I don't know what they're testing you for, they're testing you. And they're like, hi, how are you? And I get it. It's like pleasantry. It's like, I'm here. Yeah. Like, yeah. How am I? Bro, exactly. like, what are you I'm like, I don't know. Killing a baby. <laughs> You're doing it. Teamwork. You know the job. I just like. Afterwards, they're like, you killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did the job. It's like. You murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you murdered out murdered. there. And I was like, we murdered. This oh. was a team fucking thing. See? All right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so fucking funny. I really appreciate you so much. <laughs> um, tell us about some like shit show moments yeah, that you've I was had just on stage. Say that. Uh, shit show moments. Um, okay, have you ever had just like a, a absolute like worst set where oh, like, oh sure. everything went wrong mm-hmm. and something horrible happened? Yeah, I I think like the worst set I ever had was like when I just like turned on everybody. Oh, it was like at a mic though. Like I, you, I don't want to be like usually on shows I do great and not like that, but like. The time where, like, I was like, oh, God, was, like, the Drew Lynch. I love Drew Lynch. He's great. But his crowd was like, God bless you. Like, but it, that's it still was, like, fine. It's not like I was up there, like, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, like, you yeah, still like, plowed through with yeah, your yeah, own yeah, thing. Yeah, I through, and I was like, whatever. Um, but, like, the time where it's, like, where I'm, like, okay, like, that was a me thing. And, like, I you can't do that. It was, like, when you turn on the crowd. Cause, like, it was yeah. a mic. I was, like, waiting, waiting, waiting. And I'm hearing everybody do their, you know, stuff. And then, like, I, I think I maybe did the abortion joke or I maybe did the molestation joke. And everybody was like, <sighs> and I was like, you guys are fucking comics. Like, wow. and I just like, I just like went off on them. And I was like, you guys are all mediocre. Like, <gasps> you have no life experience. Like, and I just like and went Is this in off. LA or New York? This is in LA. Wow. Um, did you like watch their faces? Yeah. Just everybody get- was just like, Ooh, she's mad. Uh, and I, I literally just like went and like I was making points. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm making good points. See, I would probably cry. I would like. I, I feel like that you're probably you probably handled it like a boss and like walked off and been like, yeah. Like, no, I mean, I literally flipped everybody off. I was like, fuck you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would start crying in the middle of being mad too and be yeah. really embarrassing then. <laughs> but I after I was like, okay, like now, like if I hear something's not working. I trust my peers. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll work. Yeah. I'll work that out. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll find that hitting. joke. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because it. it's like they weren't going because I was talking about it. They're going like you're talking about it, but you don't have the punchline yet, and so it's awkward. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's, so like that- I wasn't ready to listen. I was like, I'm. Rev- I got to hear about your dad in a motherfucking wheelchair. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like specific people. <laughs> yeah, in there, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you're like grandma, just pass away. Is yeah. that so funny too? That mediocre is worse than like someone being bad. Right, Almost right, like right. Medi- I totally get that. That's like. Such sure. a funny thing that like doing just mediocre yeah. is like such a more, more of an mediocre. insult. Yeah. Did really you have like, any like residual apologies you had to do after that? Or? Oh, for sure. Oh, that's that's a lot for me. Sometimes like <laughs> I, I apologize a lot. Like I remember one time I was at the improv and uh, I had a show or something and there was like a bunch of like comics and we're all like talking 
And like, you know, like everybody, there's always like, like, you know, you're in a circle of comics and like one person's got to be the person that we're all picking up or something. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm usually like, I'm so like bossy. That's usually not me. And I'm <laughs> like, but that time it was. And like, I was just like uh, uh, drinking and like not just being sensitive. I'm like, and they were like, all like, oh, like you got small tits and like, uh -huh. and I was just like, you guys are all male comics and you just want to fuck me. So you're trying to say I'm flat chested. <laughs> your dad died. You have an overbite and your necklace isn't even real gold. And everybody's like, whoa, 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 chill. I'm crying. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> and like the next day I was like, Keith, I am so sorry. Mike, I am so sorry. Alex, I know you play an instrument. I'm not sorry. <laughs> like, it's like your overbite gives you character. Like, yeah. your, your gold chain gives you like, yeah. like flair. Yeah. That's I mean, so funny. I mean, Good the, for you, though. Good yeah. for you. In the creative space, I think it's better to be, I mean, we have, I always say like honesty over kindness. Yeah. For sure. Because like I can't grow from kindness. Mm -hmm. I just can't. No, I think of the two of us, I'm almost like the Paula Abdul of us. And oh. Bo, it, like in a loving way, Simon. you're well, no, yeah. you're, you're kind of like a feeling herder, but only out of love. Like, right. I, I just won't lie to you. Totally. Uh, Bo can be a little bit like in a funny way, cruel. But I think if someone isn't like in that mindset, they can be like, that hurts my feelings. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. I just feel like I, I, to me, I've done because because I'm an artist and I've right. done that for so long. Nobody's going to help me by saying like, it's nice. Right. It's like, nice doesn't help me. Absolutely. And I, I was in too many critiques in college where you're putting your artwork up on the wall right. and they go, I like it. And then you go, well, why do you like it? It's good. It's you're like, like, like you're, fuck you. Fuck right. You. Like, and it's like tell me, yeah. you can't, you can't become a better comic or an artist or right. anything really without someone going like, I really like this part. Right. But I think that you could work on this part. And then you go, no, I, right. And you go, okay, well maybe. And then you start to, Totally. again you just said it with that crowd it's like you had to take like hey, these are comics right i should take that and totally they're not know. like out to get and like right. and that's the thing too is like most comics like if you can talk like if you find like your comics that you're like hey i respect what they do and like just like listen to them because it's like there's no you know what i mean like there's so many times where i'm like oh i wish i could just tell them the reason why that joke didn't work and it's like uh, when if i don't know them i won't say anything really because it's like you're just another pair of ears they'll hear it themselves when they hear the recording right. yeah. or sometimes you're just like hey the reason why that didn't work is because you said this word up here and that confused like you know there's i would just, love that right. though yeah, i guess like coming when you know it's coming from like a sincere place right. totally like, by the way that overbite yeah yeah by <laughs> but way. also honestly i have a comic friend right and uh i had mentioned to that person like hey he was like ah, i didn't do very good i'm like no no you did good you did good right. i said but i think there are some things that you could finesse to make it clear or a, like a like a you know Stronger like a, a one punch. two three punch right. where it's like you hit him with the the punchline but then there's an addition to that somewhere you have a tag, yeah. and also it's about the words you're using totally because you can't just say whatever and then expect everyone to get it like you get it right feel what works and change the words right because sometimes people are just so stubborn and they're like yeah. no like people think sometimes like i have this uh comic friend and he's always like i'm just darker and like the no. improv booker doesn't like me and <laughs> i go yeah but like there's un like I'm darker too. And like, she books me. So it's like, she books me because people are laughing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if you're dark yeah. and people are laughing, great. But if you're dark and people aren't laughing now, she has a reason to critique you. So right. that's why she's saying like, Hey, it's a little dark. Cause she doesn't know. Just don't give her a reason to make right. those dark jokes work. And then she doesn't have anything to say. So yes. do you say these things to yeah. comics? If they're my friends, I yeah. do for sure. And people say stuff to me too. Like, like when I was going around doing the molestation stuff and like somebody first said like, 
hey, don't say rape. And I was like, fuck you. That's my truth. And they're like, no, it's just like. It, it, from a like, comedy I'm, standpoint. Yeah, they're like, from a comedy yeah. standpoint, it's a little rough. And it was a comic I really respected who I think is really funny. Um, and so I was like, okay, like I took that and I was like, yeah. all right. Yeah. So it's like, or, you know, sometimes like someone told me like when I say women, I, I was saying woman, the stupid thing. But they're like, when I was trying to like say plural, like what they're like, you say that's why we were yeah. confused at one time. I was like, oh. oh yeah. Like, so there's like little stuff like that. And I'm like, I try to give that to other comics too. Cause it's like, dude, it's just a little thing. It's not like there, you're being it, like, do a different punchline. You know, it is funny because like there are trigger words for sure. And I mean, obviously rape can be that for a lot right. of people. But when I hear a white person say the N word, oh, it no. immediately makes no, me go. No, 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 no. Do, they, do people still do that now? I, I mean, guess, I've, I've seen a it. few. I've heard yeah, it. And I'm like, dude. But I think a lot of the times those people are doing it to be like, 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 see, like how I can like, it's like, yeah, Louis CK did it and he did it perfectly. Right. And it just yeah. worked. It's like, that's it. We don't have any yeah. other people. You don't. Yep. You don't need to try this joke. <laughs> we like, don't have any other people. Yeah, like just, <laughs> he's good. Yeah, yeah, he, he did it. Like that's it. Like you don't have to come up with new ways yeah. to get away with like saying the n word. Like, right, right, right. And there's like words like cunt that you can say and are still powerful and funny right. in some ways. Right. But like the n word, which I won't even say, mm -hmm. uh, is just the word that Nutri-slim. I feel I can't laugh at. I personally cannot be in a, a room and laugh thing. at. It's just a respect thing. Like yeah. for me, I'm like because like there's some comics who are like you should be able to say anything. I'm like yeah. I get that, but I'm like, there's still a respect thing. There's no reason for you to say the word except for you're being shocking yep. and you're trying to prove a point. Yep. Yeah. And, and like, it's not, the, it's not your personal truth. Right. Like, you know, you're telling your truth. Absolutely. And, and like, not only that, like it would have to be such a specific, unique thing that it's like, you'd have to, but usually it's not. And it's like, you know, if you respect like people, it's like, you know that that bothers them and you're a white person and they're like, Hey, just don't, then just don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just don't. So is your mom still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did how does she feel about? She's your never comedy? seen me do stand up. Really? Yeah. Does no, no, she no, know no, that's no. included in the act? No. Yeah. No. My mom is like. Uh, my what? mom should have never have been a mother. Like. She, really? Yeah. Like I don't really have a relationship with her. Like if I go home or something, she'll be like, "Hey, you want to do like acid in my backyard?" And I'm really? Like, no. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, she's just she literally wears like tie dye and like dances in bonfires. <laughs> Did she go like, to Woodstock if she lived in Buffalo? Like, uh, she goes to Grateful Dead tribute band concerts oh, a lot. God, yeah. Um, it's funny because it's like she's like, I, she's like a friend that I just so happen to call mom. Like wow. she's not my mom. You know what I mean? And if wow. you said your boss, you probably would like be able to be like, do this and then do this. Right. Like she would never like. Yeah, she knows I do stand up. But like she, I, I maybe talk to her like twice every two years. Like and I don't really talk to her. Wow. Unless I'm really? home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay I got to get. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. First off, can I ask mm -hmm. how old are you? I'm 32. Okay. You're, you're just a baby. You're oh. well wise beyond your years, <laughs> well, for yeah. sure. Thank you. It, you yeah, seem just so balanced and like yeah. chill. Oh, and, thank yeah. You. So yeah, then yeah. my I was like, tell that to the guy I'm dating. <laughs> uh, so what made you get into comedy? Did we talk about that? Um, I think. Since what were you I doing before? Yeah. So when I was like really young, I remember like I always wanted to write. Like I would literally hand write screenplays and give them to my friends. And really? Be like, Have this memorized by tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like. So you were directing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I can't read your handwriting. I'm like, no, your motherfucking lines. All right. Um, yeah. And action. <laughs> but I was. Yeah, I was always like a little performer. I was always like, OK, I'm going to write. I'm going to do whatever. I knew I was going to go to California since wow. I was like in fourth grade. Um, and I remember like the first time I was a big fan of stand-up, but I never thought of doing stand-up, but I just yeah. always watched it. Like when I was a kid, I just, I it was just like, if there's anything on, I'm going to watch stand-up really? for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And then like I remember uh, junior year, it was like study hall and we had a um, substitute teacher and we're all playing games or whatever. And I'm like in front of the class and I'm like making fun of everybody, you know, just a little darling. Uh, <laughs> and my the substitute teacher was like, you're going to be a stand up one day. Wow. And I was like, I was like, what? And he's like, he's like, you're going to do stand up. And I was like, OK. And I was like, well, I was like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be a star. And he was like, OK. Uh, and then it's what, funny when people call out stuff before we even right, know it. Or, before yeah. it wasn't that, even in my head. Did that person affect you in in, in a way? It like, like it like I I remember like hearing it like just being like huh like it like yeah. I was just like okay like that was a moment like I don't know like how or when but I was like okay I remember like it affect just being like huh and your identity. Have you like, ever talked to him since? No, I know I I have no idea what his name is, but I'm like I fucking remember wow. you. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and isn't that so funny? The power of what we can do to each other to like For recognize sure. what, the potential of what we see in each other, rather than yeah. someone being like you'll never be a stand up. Right. Like, it's so crazy how much these things affect us for years. Absolutely. And like it's uh, I, uh, every time I think about, it, I'm like, oh, that was so cool. And then when I first came to California, I came out here and I was like 19. I just like literally packed my bags. Like I worked like three jobs, like saving up money to come to California. My car broke down in the middle of the country. Like I wow. just left my car, like left all my stuff. <laughs> really? What? really? Yeah. You left mm-hmm. your car? I left my car and my license got suspended. Uh-huh. You can't just leave a car. Uh, I wouldn't know that either. That's yeah. so funny. And <laughs> the car just like wasn't working. It was like me and like my best friend at the time. And like her dad lived in Orange County and she doesn't really know her dad. But I was like, he lives in Orange County. We're going. I was like, you better call him. Give him a Father's Day card. We're That's coming. That's like a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> we packed up and my, my car was like literally like I bought it for $900. (laughs) It didn't come with windshield wipers. And I lived in Buffalo. I was like, this car is not going to California. I'll just guess where where I'm going. And we had to like print out directions on MapQuest. She's like, it's fine. She's like, we'll drive to Atlanta. My brother's a uh, mechanic. And she's like, and then we'll all go to California together. I was like, doing it and then um <laughs> wait so you went from buffalo to atlanta we went to <laughs> no, well, we got to virginia my car starts fucking up it, the it only it, the car will only drive 30 miles per hour or 90 miles oh an hour gosh. like no speeds in between it was 30 and then it was clicking like ging, 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 and then it just go 90 and we're like you know i was like this is kind of terrifying yeah. um, <laughs> so we're like so i we call her brother we're like we don't know what to do i was like call your brother he's a mechanic right and she's like yeah and then he's on the phone and he's like sarah he's like i work at pet boys installing radios i'm not a fucking mechanic and i'm like dude you totally just lied to me and she's oh like i don't gosh. know i don't know what he does yeah she's he like pet boys that's a car thing yeah. and i was like oh my god oh, so then man. We literally like just I was like, OK, and she's like, well, I'll call. we're only four hours away from Buffalo at this point. She's like, I'll just call my mom and tell her to come pick us up. And I was like, no, <laughs> I just quit three of my jobs. Like I just like left my apartment. I said goodbye to everybody. I was like, I am not fucking going back there. And she was like, but we don't. Have-. And I was like, we're hopping on a motherfucking Greyhound. Wow. And we had like we had four hundred dollars combined together. <laughs> like that's a nothing. And our tickets were like one hundred and fifty dollars to get to California. So it's like a five day trip. And then, so we had like no money left. Like they wouldn't let us on because we had garbage bags. You have to have like oh real my bags. Gosh, like like best we had to sleep to in a hotel. Like it was literally so bad. And so we layered up all our clothes to like bring more stuff with us. So we're in like five pairs of pants, like eight sweatshirts, like necklaces on so we could just pack everything. And then like this lady gave us her bat. Like it was just this whole thing. And then like, we like my sister had to put money into my account so we could eat because we literally had eight dollars to our name oh and i was gosh. like it's fine we'll get peanuts like <laughs> we're gonna be okay somebody will have leftovers we'll ask them for it and she's like no i'm asking my mom to put money in our account and i was like fine 
and then we get to California. Um, when with uh, clearly no place, like you, it wasn't like you guys were staying. Like this is our apartment in West Hollywood. At no, this point. yeah, no, well, her nothing. dad was there, and so like he had an, a bed. Her and I like shared a bed, and then we had like one month of like not paying rent, and then we moved into like a bigger apartment where we all had our and we start paying rent. Um, what did you guys do for money at that point? Uh, we got waitressing jobs. Like right, it was. Oh, okay. We lived in Orange County at first, and it was like literally because it's like Orange County, nobody works there. It's like people just have money, <laughs> yeah. Or you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. all like labor work, and they in Orange County, they're like, oh, we don't do that. They're like, that's why we have to have Mexicans here because nobody will do it, and <laughs> that's expected what, to exist. There's right. like shame if you have to work or right. something, right? Yeah. And that's why it's so crazy. I'm like, if you're a Republican in Orange County, shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> you literally, your kids aren't gonna do this shit. <laughs> right. Like you, like let, like they you. God bless them. Yeah, like, they're snorting coke at some party. County would not exist if it wasn't for them. Yes. <laughs> um, and that was like culture shock to me because in New York yeah. it's like everybody does everything. Yeah. In Orange County, there were like Mexicans in the kitchen, and if you're white, you're in the front. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. and I would like talk to like I remember I had a party and I invited all the kitchen staff, and everybody's like, you invited the kitchen staff? Uh, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, because they're people. Part. Yeah, yeah. Like, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, so it was like that was like weird to me, but like, yeah, I don't remember what my point was, but we just. <laughs> <laughs> so then how did you get from yeah. Orange County to LA? That was an oh. amazing story, that's though. The I, best coming to California story I ever. I just <laughs> fell in love with you completely. Yeah, that's so Honestly. cool. Yeah. Oh, um, isn't it funny the things that we look back and we're like, I had so much passion at that point. Like, thank God I did that well, now. I did stand up. That was the point. Yeah. yeah. So I knew I knew I was coming out here, and I was like, I thought it was like act. I thought I was gonna be a comedic actress, yeah. and then I tried acting. I was like, I hate all these people. <laughs> you're probably like a real person. And well, so they're just like, I'm like, this is cheap therapy. Call it what it is. Acting classes are cheap fucking therapy. Yeah. And I'm because they're like, and how, how does comfort make you feel? <laughs> what do you feel? And uh, I was like, I'm not doing this. Did, like, you see, uh, did you see La La Land? Yes, I did. Do you feel like that was an accurate like depiction of like the, the beginning parts of like mm-hmm. her going to all the auditions. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously La La Land's like a, you know, it's more adorable than sure. I would want it to be. Sure. Um, <laughs> so like I would, I would prefer a little bit more grit, but I think they did a good job for that kind of movie yeah. with like having like accuracy in it. I think they did like a pretty Is good job. Is there a job. better depiction of what it's like to live in LA as a um, comic even? I'd say, uh, like Pete Holmes, I mean, it was in New York, yeah. but like yeah, yeah. he started to like touch on it a little bit, but like obviously for the show, it's like you can't show that it's eight years of shit. You know what I mean? Because right. people are like, dude, I can't watch eight seasons of shit. Right. You right. know what right. I mean? Right. Right. Because it's like, that's the truth. It's like, it's forever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've been doing Santa for five years now, and I'd say just in the last year where I'm like, okay, like people are like, I don't think people are noticing me, but it's like, yeah, it right. takes that much like yeah. time for and sure. We were just saying too, with a bunch of our friends, it's like a huge step forward. Then three steps, you know, right. in immediate, like it seems like, especially with comics, it, there'll be something that seems really big and pronounced. For and then sure. for two months, it's like the same little things. And right. Then another big right. Thing, oh and my then, God, for sure. And you're just like, you just keep getting to these different like plateaus and like, but each year it's like, okay, like now you got your TV credit. Cause like Keith John, the guy that you just met, yeah. um, he just got his TV credit. Um, he filmed it last year, but it came out like two months ago. And he's like, okay, like I got the tea. And like he sees like doors opening and stuff now. Sure. But then it's like, dude, it's not going to be 1 8. It's not going to just be like, hey, right. like you were on TV yeah. and here's a right. house. Like it's not, it's like, right. it still takes time. He's still, you know what I mean? Like I think sometimes people don't understand that it's like, it's for whatever reason, stand up is just one of those 
we're lucky and we're unlucky. Stand up, mm-hmm. you're lucky because you could be a host, you could be a writer, you could be an actor, you could be on the road, you yeah. can, you know what I mean? You could just be an Instagram person, whatever. It's like, there's so much and it doesn't matter how, what you look like or how old you are. But like getting to the point where you just make money off of it, it takes longer for an actor can come in three months from Texas and just book something. And they're like, that's it. Right. I, I did it. And you're like, well, fuck you. You know what I yeah. mean? Or if yeah. you're an athlete, if you're good, it's like you're LeBron done. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just like it just it's takes funny, too. Longer. There's a I don't know if it's like this in L.A., but in San Diego here, there's like a sweet spot where. Uh, there'll be local comics mm-hmm. working, 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 working. And then right. somebody new drops in, like you said, from Dallas or some weird like, oh, hey, have you seen that gym guy from North right. Dakota? And he's like, he's killing it. And he's like on everybody's show because he just moved in. Right. And it's something new. It's something new. For right. sure. Right. Do you deal with that a lot where you're like, yeah, fuck, I, man? I think in L.A., like it goes, you see like the new people who like, because it's like basically if you're good by like, you know, when someone's good and it's like, say they're like a year and a half, two years. In, like people are like oh they're good and they're so young mm. it's like and they get kind of like big-headed off that but i'm like okay like we all like all the good people went through that phase and it's like and when you're yeah. a year four you're nothing it's kind of like interesting when people, when people are like so for me like when i was younger people would always be like oh you're so wise for your age you're so wise for your age and then ever since i hit 30 <laughs> yeah. people are like okay you're you know your I mean? age you're, that you, you are <laughs> who so you are funny. sweetheart yeah honestly i felt like that bless where, your heart yeah, yeah. <laughs> like coming out of college i was super focused on a job at that time it was like a job in the music industry and then i got it and i felt like so different because i'm like i'm super focused i got my job and then that was like probably when i was up till about like 32 or 33 right. and then i left that job and i'm like now i'm a freelancer and i'm confused and then yeah. so it's funny how we have like different points of our life you where think we feel, eight, right yeah. and you're like it's the same thing where you're just like the, it's not the eight it's just like how, how people perceive it it's yeah like, oh, if you're in your 20s and you're wise like oh my god but if you're in your 30s and you're wise people are like well that's 30 and you're like no like yeah. i know so many idiots in their 30s yeah like who uh, this is kind of on that same point but like we were just talking to who who was it oh it was ian it was ian abramson you know that comic Mm-mm. is uh, he a la guy yeah he is and he has a show on comedy central called oh. seven minutes in purgatory oh okay yeah that sounds familiar. he's so funny but he was talking about uh Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. Right. And how Chris Rock had asked him a question like, when did you know you had made it? Right. right? And Eddie Murphy goes, uh, I think in Nutty Professor 2. <laughs> and you're like, what? He's <laughs> like, wait, yeah. that's yeah. like a 30 like, year. Yeah, that's okay. like, like, he was in SNL in the 70s. Yeah. Nutty Professor came out in the late 90s. And like 90s. his two stand up specials, right. like late 80s. Raw you're like, what alone. the fuck? Yeah. yeah. That's it's amazing. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Right. So right. it's like, it is kind of interesting to see the comics perspective of like when you've made it and right. when you actually made it. For sure. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I was saying, I think like for me, it will be like, cause obviously it's not now, but like it will be like when I'm like, hey, like I'm just making money from this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Not saying that I don't aspire to have because I think a lot of people like they you meet them like, I just want to make a living and that's it. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I'm like, no, like I want to have like the best fucking show on HBO. Yeah, I want a good. motherfucking Emmy. Like, yeah, right. people think they're like more humble because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I've been working for this my whole entire life. I'm not going to be humble about it. Good like, for you. I'm going to say what the fuck I want. Yes, like, honestly. And I feel like also the more specific we can be like, right. I, I very much love like 
like shopping and commercialism. Oh. Or, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like manifesting. Well, that too. Like, no. Honestly, <laughs> well, that too because I've I, like Gucci. I mean that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes I mean I feel like I can manifest lots of stuff except the money part. Sales things yeah. like it's so funny how other stuff where like I I will almost like will it into like right. like Existence. in three days like this person will contact me or something and then right. they always will. But then the money part with manifesting is so weird. I feel like there's right. like some other secret you know quote right. unquote to that. If uh, I could fucking manifest money, I would fuck yeah. I think everyone yeah. would, but right. that's it's so weird that manifesting could be you could do it in easily in other like fashions but then i think it's like more so because it's like people think it's I mean, I don't know. I was like, I just listened to like Abraham Hicks. And like, I do too. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And they're and always yeah. like, drink more water. That's the answer. Like, <laughs> You're like, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, like I'm peeing all the time. Uh, but yeah, like I think like with money, it's like you have to ask for like an abundance of like resources because a lot of times when people just ah. ask for money, it's like sometimes it's like, okay, well then you could, I remember like my friend was like, I'm manifesting. I'm asking for like $7,000 or whatever. Gets in a car accident, totals the car, gets seven thousand dollars, wow. and you're like, but that's ba-. you're like you. So you have to. It's like I don't know for whatever reason, cause money's evil or something. But it's like you have to be so specific. You have to be like, I want to have the career that provides the right yeah. resources. Because if you're like, I just want money, like right. the universe is like, all right, you greedy bitch. Like the more specific, I mean? the better. It's like I want a blue, you know, right. whatever. Uh, what Tesla. do you want, well, I was gonna say a blue Jeep, want? but I don't want a Jeep anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, the worst. I credit Abraham and Esther Hicks for getting me back into my relationship with my boyfriend. We. Aww. We had broken up for about right. a year and I was like doing all this self-help and like, how are we going to get back together? And I right. feel like I was so focused on it happening. But one of their like meditations and this is their people are called Abraham and Esther Hicks yeah. uh, was about like, like just dropping the stick basically of, right. you know, when you're so focused almost, it's so funny how things happen that we don't care about totally. when you finally just drop it. Right. And I felt like I, I really like really let the idea of getting back with my boyfriend go right. like for real, for real, let it go. And then I started focusing on like joy and just like right. the little small things in life. Like and I if love. it's right, it'll come back. And that's yeah. what I always tell my friends when they're like, I, I want like, I'm, I want to get in a JFL. I want to get in a JFL. I want to make SNL. And I'm like, you don't know what's the best for you. For you. You yeah. think that it's SNL, but it's like, what if you're an SNL and America hates you? Exactly. Like, what if they're like, ah, right. oh, this person's voice is so fucking annoying. You right. get tried. It's like, you don't know what's the best for you. You just know what you want. So it's right. like, yeah. when you sit there and you're like, I want this, I want this, I want this. I'm like, you're limiting yourself. Yeah. So you have to say like, I want the best career opportunities. I want to be sure. in a circumstance where I get to shine and show like my true pretend. It's like, you got to ask specific, but you got to be loose. Oh my God. I love like, that. You know this shit too. I want to throw this pen. <laughs> I'm so excited. But it's like, that's what I try to do too. Cause I'll be like, I like, you know, if I did like, ah, I want to book this, I want to book this. And I'm like, maybe I would suck at it. Maybe the director is a fucking molester. Who knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Here we go here again. We go again. <laughs> Round three. <laughs> Wrap it up boys. It uh, is so uh, funny that th- you're right. That instead of focusing on these like very hyper focused things it's like we have to focus on or we have to almost like let right. it go and not care and, and trust there's just and like a path because it's like if i didn't have this then i wouldn't have came back to new york and then i wouldn't have met this person then right. i wouldn't have, it's like it just all connects so it's yeah. like you got to just like ask for like i want the best opportunities i want the best job that allows me to do my but you know what i mean and yeah. it's like i think when you're loose with it like that specific but loose you're you're gonna that's like when manifestation yes works. and i also felt like relationships like money were another thing that always kind of got away from me where i was right. always just even like i spent years just like either missing someone or not quite in what i wanted and i right. thought like that kind of work really helped me 
live in the moment and be like, I have these people around. I love right. this food. I love this. Like, yeah. you know, I love these right. mountains and stuff. So it's like what Wait, we're looking. Wait, where were the mountains? Palm Springs. <laughs> what the Palm fuck? Springs. Yeah, driving like, through Palm Springs in yeah. Big Bear. <laughs> Bo. <Right. laughs> no, but like that's like a real thing. And like not to be, I was like not to be lame. No. But like gratitude is a real thing because it's like everybody can be like, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. And it's like I always tell people, I'm like, okay, so say you're a kid and you ask for, you have a list and you give it to your parents what you want for Christmas. And then, you know, the year goes on, you want other stuff, but your parents get everything that you wanted on the list. Yeah. And you open it up and you're like, oh, but I really wanted that PlayStation. It's like, do you think they're going to get you that now? They're like, dude, I just got you what you fucking wanted right. and you're still not happy. You think I'm going to get you more? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. So it's like, if you already, it's like, hey, I have really great friendships. I have a great job. Like I'm paying my rent i'm doing the but if you're like yeah but like i'm not a full-time con it's like the universe is like bitch like relax one thing yeah. at a time like let me give you what you wanted and then now you just want other stuff like appreciate constantly appreciate yeah. constantly show gratitude and you'll open up like more doors yeah. to get more it's funny that that's sometimes not our default setting we right. humans we tend to focus on like what's not right we don't or, have yeah right. i definitely struggle a lot with that where it's like yeah yeah <laughs> but I was like yes you do or <laughs> or you know focusing on the thing that is lacking and then it's right. like and then the, uni the right. universe quote to be annoying is like then that's like okay here we go more right. of that like you're bad at money or you know, sure. you know right. all that kind of stuff that's true i have gratitude i have gratitude Bo. i have gratitude you do you're not a bad focuser no i i typically don't but no i was gonna say i'm i have so much gratitude for our guests oh i do too because like it's kind of crazy when you don't know much about a person, but right. you're like, ah, fuck it. Let's do this. You're right. Like, let's try. Then I come here and I'm just a cunt. I'm no, like, listen here. No, no but I was like, I was like, oh, fuck. This is like one of those interviews, one of those moments where you go like, thank fucking God. Right. Thank God yes. I, I really do feel like that. Because I feel like, like that, too. There's a lot of times that I'm like, this is going to be a good one. And right. then they get here and we're like, it was OK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you're I'm like going to cut this part out. I'm going to cut this yeah, part yeah, out. But yeah. it's like. It's so nice to have someone show up and be like, I don't, I don't know anything. Right, this right, This person right. might be awful. Right. But then they're not. No, they're amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very <laughs> you much. You are amazing. Oh, thank right? you. Right, Meryl? She's absolutely amazing. Right? Meryl, say Tell something right nice. Now. She's a she good knows I love her. Fuck, girl. Meryl. I'm going to ask where I can <laughs> yes. follow her and go to her shows because now I'm a big fan for life and I oh, want to see you. thank you. Uh, my Instagram is my name, at Monterey M, and it's M-O-N-A-R-E-Y-M, as in Mary. Uh, and, uh, I do have some shows and I was like, I don't know if people in San Diego are going to come to LA, but, uh, it's also Tim Dillon's favorite show. I have Chatterbox coming up in September. I have, uh, a show called Goal in West Hollywood coming up this Friday. I have, um, uh, Malibu Playhouse coming up in cool. September. I have, yeah. So I have, I have, I'm like, I have shows. Uh, yeah. You have lots of shows. No, do you yeah. post all your shows on Instagram? Yeah, I okay, do. Okay. Yeah. I usually post them. I usually post them on my story. So I was like, if you like me and you want to follow me on Instagram, <laughs> that's where I, I post my shows okay. for and sure. And we say your handle one more time on Instagram? Uh, Monterey M. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's such a beautiful name Thank too. Thank you. As a fellow creative M name, Meryl. I can tell you that you. I, I like, can tell you, you got something in the name. <laughs> yeah, kid. totally. Girls with strong M names are like Madonna. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mona it. Lisa. Yeah, I was like <laughs> Mona Lisa. Hello. It's really just Number Mona, one bitch. It's Mona, isn't it? Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, we're here. Doing top blowjobs. You can't mess okay. with a good M name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much for having me. You guys are great.
there she was. And she was. That was her. She was really cool. That was my first time even knowing her, and she's amazing, and I want to follow. I can always tell a good interview when I'm like, I want to follow more of their comedy and right. more of what they do in life, and I'm a super fan. I see that twinkle in your eye with mm-hmm. certain people where yeah. you're just like, uh-oh, I just found a new best friend. I know. It gets overwhelming yeah. for me. Yeah, I feel I like I honestly feel overwhelmed because then I picture us like three years from now. And what I love about her is she's really smart, mm-hmm. like very, very smart, which is always you know awesome to talk to someone who's intelligent, but she is so level-headed and interesting yeah and knows how to like crack 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 fire at you i'm overwhelmed with how much i like her honestly i, always, I know I whenever knew i would. meet people like that i need like a four-day break for my nervous system to heal <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew you would love her yeah i, you're good I call, was like yep. i was like just trust me shut the fuck up and oh trust me gosh. and you trusted me i do and because of that you got a little bit of that monterey yeah yeah we love her she's awesome thank you guys so much for tuning in until next time this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.